Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hey beauties, welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today on the episode, we have the gorgeous Julie Drakowska, the modern day medium. And I'm so, so, so super excited to bring you guys this episode. But before we dive in, let's get into our Fierce Female Tip of the Week. Okay, um, so if you guys have been following me, you will know that I'm very much into journaling, all about it, part of my morning practice every single day. And so I want to share with you a couple of journal prompts that I've been using recently that have been really powerful for me and just a really great, great way for me to start my day and be really intentional about the way that I want to feel. So I'm going to give you a few of these journal prompts. Number one is I always ask myself, how can I show up today as my higher self? And I feel like this question really allows us to connect with that next level version of ourself, our higher self. She's the woman who has learned all the lessons. She has the codes. She has, you know, she's that woman who is living the life that we want to live and who is the version of ourselves that we can absolutely tap into and access. So that's a question I love to ask. How can I show up today as my higher self? Number two, what emotion do I want to embody today? And number three, what manifestations am I calling in today? So I hope you guys enjoy those journal prompts. A really nice way to be intentional, to really focus on the energy that you want to embody for the day instead of just like focusing on your to-do list and then feeling good about yourself when you've ticked those off, which does feel good, but we want to up-level that and really kind of tap into um, the energy that we want to embody. I would love if you guys how to go give these a crack. If you like them, tag us at Fierce Female Radio, um, post on your stories. I'd love to see, you know, what's coming up for you and if this was helpful for you. All right. And so a Fierce Female shout out for this week goes out to the Pilates class by Jackie Kingswell. This is something I've only recently gotten into. I love Pilates, but my sister recommended me um, the Pilates class and I am all about it. It is so damn good. She has like a bunch. She has so many different um, routines. You know, some are 30 minutes long, some are five minutes, 10 minutes. Some are like full body. Others are like, you know, just 10 minute booty workout um, at different kind of levels, whether you're advanced or intermediate or a beginner. And I just find it really, yeah, like it's a really good layout. It's very intuitive and it just makes me feel really good. So check out the Pilates class, guys. If those of you that are in Victoria and you're still in lockdown, um, or those of you that aren't in Victoria and you're still kind of having to be home a lot more, I feel like this is a really great way to keep yourself active and just to mix things up a little bit. And also, guys, I don't know for those of you listeners that may or may not have heard, I'm so excited because Fierce Female Radio, we hit number 10 on the Apple podcast charts. What? Like, I didn't even know. Someone messaged me on Instagram. I was like, hey, did you know that you're on the, that your podcast is on the Apple charts? I didn't even think to look. And I'm so excited. So it was under um, the self-improvement category in Australia. And it's been up there actually for quite a few days now. And it excites me so much because it just means we are able to reach more beautiful women who are wanting to expand and step into their higher self. So that's exciting, guys. Um, And for those of you that are wanting to go deeper with sharing your message with the world, if this is something you feel like you want to do, if you feel like um, 2020 has got you reconsidering what you want to do in life and perhaps you're thinking about changing directions and potentially starting your own business. And if you really want to do that alongside healing yourself, being of service to others whilst living your life's your life purpose and living living a fulfilling and radiant life, guys. You've got to check out my program, The Fierce and Fulfilled CEO, where we are teaching you how to build your heart-centered business and put it out there in the world. Because I don't know, there's no better time to start a business than in 2020. Let's be honest. 
And so in our four month kind of higher self activating group program, we're really helping you access your infinite energy and your infinite potential to show you the exact strategies that you need to implement the mindset and the energy work into your business from idea to creation, to launch, to sales, to your new life as a CEO, we are going deep. So if this is something that is you know, pulling on your heartstrings. If you feel like this is something you want to know more about, DM me on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. We can chat more about it and see if this is for you. Okay, guys, today's episode with Julie Drakowska. I'm really proud of myself that I can actually pronounce that correctly. Um, Okay, on this episode specifically, we are talking all things how Julie went from saving the dolphins to being a modern day medium. What is a medium and a spiritual healer? How you can tap into your own psychic abilities, guys, and tap into your intuition. How to start your own healing journey. Julie gives some really um, juicy practical practical insights about how you can really look inwards and start to do your own healing work and how to tap into the energy of the great divine. This one is magic. I actually recorded this a few months ago, but it is still absolutely fabulous. Um, Check it out, guys, and let's get into it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today, I have the beautiful Julie Drakowska, I hope that's all right, (laughs) here with me today. Julie is a natural-born medium, a spirit channeler and healer, and she is on a mission to help people live a more fulfilled and pain-free life. She is your modern-day channeling medium and healer, the girl next door, with an extraordinary gift. She She presents at spiritual and wellness events, hosts group healing sessions, and is really just the most beautiful human who continues to hold the space for others and to expand and transform while she does the same. So thank you so much, Julie, for being here. Welcome oh, to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Estelle. I'm super, super excited. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here and I'm feeling so zen and relaxed and just like just totally at peace since we just did a session. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling so, so grounded. So I'm so excited to share more um, of that experience with the community, but also just to find out more about what you do, how you do it, and yeah, just all of the juicy things. So I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Awesome. Let's get into it. So we're going to start with our rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, what is your favorite Beyonce song? Oh, my favorite Beyonce song would have to be Who Run the World. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Such a good one. We haven't had that on the show before. Yeah, I love it because it's the, the one thing that, you know, you can kind of dance to and really kind of just embrace especially if you're a female mm. <laughs> you just go around the world ah girls hello totally <laughs> love it such a good one yes yeah. gotta play that again gotta play that again so good and what is your morning ritual what does it like specifically look like um oh wow like i would say i'm probably the most practical spiritual person out there to be honest with you so like i'll get up super super early in the morning and i'll go and do boot camp um at my local um, fitness place called Bridge Fitness in Elwood. So for anyone who lives in Elwood, just come on down. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I'll go there. I'll like knock out like an awesome session because it's amazing. And they'll, you know, mosey on home, grab a coffee, take like Pepper, our dog for a walk, hang out with my bunnies. Um, and then pretty much like I get into like my channeling mode. So this is where like, I get my notepad and pen and I'll just channel about anything. So whether I've got a question about the day, whether I've got a question about, you know, myself and how I may have handled a situation better, things like that. Um, or even if I'm doing a project for someone. So recently, um, working with one of my good friends, um, Charlene, she's created a product called Avow Prenatal. Um, and so I wanted to kind of gift her a healing meditation experience that whoever was going to buy the product or was interested in the product or using the product, um, I've channeled the information to allow that person and the baby, if it's in their belly, you know, so this is for people who are wanting to conceive and are um, pregnant and even after they've had the baby, to really connect with all the ingredients in her product. So not just the benefits that we know about, Mm -hmm. but take it to the next level. So from the spiritual, etheric, quantum level, connect with all the ingredients. So I tend to do that for a lot of my family and friends and be like, you know, I've got this thing. How can I connect more? I've got this issue. So I'll just sit and channel for like, you know, an hour or two, all the stuff that I need to, like I said, whether it's questions or just for, out of my own benefit. Um, and then pretty much I get my room ready, get myself ready and start my day and start seeing clients. 
That's such a beautiful thing. I love that you spend like the first part of your morning doing things for other people without, yeah. <laughs> you know, without anything in return. Yeah, yeah, hundred, yeah, hundred. That's a beautiful way to start the day. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. And what is one book that you would want every woman to read? Um, I would have to say Light is a New Black by Rebecca Campbell. So I know it's not like the new thing out on the shelves at the moment, but when I read it, I really resonated with everything that was in the book. And I kind of like felt when I was reading it, so many people um, on any particular journey would benefit from it, whether you're spiritual or not, doesn't really matter. So, um, and I've given that book to so many different people that's come into my life and they all are transformed. Even if it's a small transformation, it doesn't matter. Like that book is a book that every time I buy it, I ended up I end up giving it away to someone. It is such a good book. I've yeah. read it and it, it's literally by my bedside table. And some yeah. sometimes what I even do before bed is I'll just say like, you know, what message do I need to um, do I need to hear today? And I'll just open to a page. And it's always so good. Like the way 100%. she's structured it as well. It's like yeah. you said, you can have like mini transformations every two, three pages. A hundred percent. Which is why I also love all her oracle cards. It's for the time and it's timeless as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good way of putting it. I love her. I've only recently discovered her like maybe in the last year. Yeah. She's amazing. Yes. I love her. So good. She just had a baby, by the way. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so gorgeous. And she moved, didn't she? She lived yes. in Gladstonebury. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And so what fierce femur are you crushing on right now and why? Oh, okay. So I am crushing on Miss Catherine Hay from Captured Nutrition. So I met her when I did a small stint at This Is Life um, down in Brighton. And I just fell in love with her as a person. I just thought she just... I don't know, exuberated this beautiful energy and her passion for helping people in her space, which is nutrition, is what I love the most. So everything she puts on Instagram or Instagram, like I just feel like there's so much knowledge and information that she's she's sharing without wanting anything in return. And I'm working with her at the moment because I have always suffered from like IBS throughout my life. And every time I've gone to like see doctors or have like you know colonoscopies or gastroscopies and that type of stuff they're like oh no you're completely fine there's nothing wrong with you mm. so I know that my current job and any job I reckon can make you quite stressed mm. and that does create this mind gut connection but I think there's there's something underlining do you know what I mean yeah. and I feel and I had one session with Catherine and she was just like yep yeah, this 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 bang 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 she's like you know because you're vegan let's just gonna kick you on some b12 and iron all this and she just knew straight away mm. And I was just like, this is amazing. And then like, you know, we're doing tests and it's like stuff that I think, because I've suffered with it my whole life, I'm so surprised that no one else was able to kind of put me on a regime or get things tested. So because of the fact that I really feel that she loves her clients and she loves to help people and I think women in particular, and with her approach being real and direct and, you know, talking about things that might be taboo. I think that's why she's awesome and I love her. <laughs> you know what? I agree with you totally. She's actually been on the show. And oh, has she? She's been on the show and she's amazing. And I've had a, a couple sessions with her as well. She's yeah. so good. Yes. And she, she really does just nail it. 100%. Like straight away off the yeah. bat. She's like, and like yeah, really is... holistic, from a really holistic perspective as well. Yeah. And just like a lot more modern. Yes. Not clinical and just like, I don't know, she connects with you as a person first. Yes. And doesn't 100%. look at things like in piecemeal. Yeah, so it feels like it's. Um, I feel like I'm talking to a friend. Does mm. that make sense? And yeah. Just like so, it's it's very open and not you know. Cause sometimes you can go doctors and whatever, and you hide things like, oh, what if they judge me? But no, not with Catherine. You just yeah. you just say it as it is, and she's like, yeah, great, awesome. We're gonna fix this, 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 and that. So I feel for the first time that I'm gonna be able to overcome some of the digestive issues that I've had my yeah. whole life. Yeah, that's amazing. Sure. Mm. That's so good. I'm yeah. so yeah. That's she's she's so so good. I actually also yeah. saw her at. This is life as well. Yeah. Love this is life. <laughs> so now we're going to dive into a few more questions, Julie, because I just mm -hmm. would love for you to share with us more about what type of work that you do. Mm -hmm. And for someone who doesn't really know what a healer or channeling mm -hmm. medium does or is, mm -hmm. how would you describe that and how would you describe what you do? Okay, cool. Um, so let's break it down into what each thing is. So someone who says that they are a medium or a psychic medium is someone who can connect with loved ones who've crossed over, so who've passed over, um, and they will bring through messages or even messages of validation. So your client will, you know, will feel the energy of, of their loved one, will kind of um, know that they're around through the messages that you get. Do you know what I mean? And know yeah. that their presence is, is always around. So it's, it's a very healing aspect, especially when someone has lost 
um, a loved one is going through grief to have someone be able to connect with that person to bring through messages of you know because they just want to know they're they're okay Mm. so that's one part of it that's the medium aspect um the channel like some people call themselves psychic some people call themselves channel i think the more that i've evolved i kind of like the word channel so to me like a channel is pretty much the conduit between you know um the client and spirit whether you call it source or god or ascended masters or angels whatever the case may be you're really just funneling all this information about past present future um, situations messages about guidance that's pretty much what a channel does so sometimes people can channel for the world so to speak and make it very general or they can channel for a person and make it very specific to them and what's to come yeah does that make sense got you yeah yeah um and a healer is predominantly someone who can help you on your journey to heal whether it's a physical ailment or an emotional trigger or trauma or anything from the past or if you've got any blocks and that could be your mindset um and so you know a healer doesn't have to be spiritual inclined from an energy perspective it could be your kinesiologist it could be your acupuncturist it could be your chiropractor Mm. that to me is what like a healer is yeah in my context the way i use all these three elements is when i do a reading for someone it's all channeled so i'm connecting to um, certain guides and i'll always ask in the morning when i'm channeling who's here today because that guide may resonate with the person that's coming or the number of clients that's coming so whether it's you know an ascendant master like jesus or kuan yin or whether it's an archangel like michael or raphael um, sometimes I just say whoever the highest energy is that's going to come through and most of it is like I always feel like source or whatever you want to call it universe is always around so when I'm doing a reading they're there I'm channeling a lot of the times um, loved ones will also come through so for me it's like a mixture is how I tend to use mm-hmm. it and with my healing it's more about seeing what the blocks are in the person or the fears or the trauma or the physical ailment um, and being very interactive with them so kind of like telling them what I'm seeing and then what the energies that I'm working with, what they're doing to clear that block. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and they'll talk to me and show me in, in a language and in symbols that I understand mm. and also what the client will understand. Yeah. Um, and at which part of the body it's in. So to me, healing is still channeled information that's coming through, but we're working with, with that energy to kind of clear any of that mental, emotional, or physical trauma that we're holding onto the body. Yeah. yeah. And I think also part of it, like, let me know what you think about this, but I'm almost feeling from a client perspective, like just mm-hmm. having done a session with you, also, it, it, it also is a lot more interactive than you would think. 100%. Like, I think people think you just sit there and someone just, like, just sits in silence and then tells you things and then you're done. Yes. No, no. And because, like, um, I stopped using um, tarot cards and oracle cards in my earlier years because I, I, I did use them when I was younger when I was like learning everything yeah um, but I found that the information was just naturally coming through and I got more when I didn't rely on a tool so to speak it's like you kind of elevated in your practice yeah. and then you didn't need those tools anymore 100% and I think those tools are great especially when you're learning and if you want a more focused intent reading but I think for me I like to keep it quite interactive um, and very open and allow you know spirit to really come through and tell us what it is that they feel that we need to then best serve the client and how to guide them in this situation yeah yeah got you that's amazing and in terms of your like did you always know that you wanted to be a healer or a psychic or a channeler sorry like how did you go about how did that journey look like for you um did you start to connect with your intuition early at a young age yeah so for me um i was like super super young when um i could feel energies i you know could see people who've crossed over um even kind of like having those premonitions and dreams and stuff like that and i remember like um talking to my mom about certain things or like you know she'd be like how do you even know that like that's not you weren't even born so that can't be a memory Uh, Mm. or it's not things that we've spoken about so how do you know all this stuff and bless her consocks, like, you know, my whole family is into what I do. And so being European, 
you know, you go to someone's house and they read your coffee cup or, yeah. you know, they, they've got crystals <gasps> everywhere or they're talking about, like, you know, the evil eye and all that. It's, it's awesome. Um, so my mum my would take me to different healers um, and I'd get, like, you know, readings done. So I was always involved in this world. So for me, it was very normal to be able to see things and hear things and feel things. Mm. And when my mum would take me to these places, all those people would say, oh, you know, your, you know, your child's gifted so she can see things and she can do things. So I just kind of ran with it. And yeah. then, you know, um, when I was a little bit older, like I got, you know, tarot cards and I'd always talk to my friends and I do like tarot cards, you know, with my family and friends, you know, and then the older I got, like I was able to like pick up all these books and read about other psychics like John Edward. I love John Edward. And I just went and saw him the other day because he's here at the, um, uh, Alex Theodore and St Kilda Um, and so he was like my first exposure to like a medium who is out there Mm. you know he's kind of really put himself out there for people to see Um, and by reading all those books I was like yes I get that I remember having that experience so that for me just kind of allowed me to feel I guess normal in a world growing up that some people looked at I guess the psychic you know world um, as a bit crazy <laughs> yeah 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 it's like it sounds like you were being re- like it was ring ring forced for you yeah like that was always. your normal 100 percent. yeah so when people say like oh um you know i was like suppressed or you know i really gravitated to spirituality but i couldn't really do anything with it i find that really heartbreaking because mm. my life was never like that if anything it was more like do it do it, was, it like, encouraged do it. yeah 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah and so how did you go from like, because you were in the corporate world, you were a, yes. a PA. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Until, and, you know, how did you go from there to where mm-hmm. you are now? Um, so I've always done readings like my whole life with like family and friends. But at the same time, you know, that didn't pay bills. Yeah. And, well, you know, and when you're young, like I was quite young, um, you know, being gifted. So for me, it was like, I can always do it and I'll like, I'll always do it my whole life. But I probably need to have a career. That's kind of how I went in my brain. I was like, oh, maybe I need to have a career because I probably want to buy a house and have a family one day. <laughs> um, and my parents are like, you know, being European going, you have to go to school. You need to get a degree. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and so I did so many different things. Like, you know, I worked at Target for like years and years and years. You know, so I did a lot of retail. And while I was there, um, I studied environmental engineering because I wanted to save whales and dolphins. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I uh, studied HR. Did you really? Yeah. There so you I go. always like I was always studying and working at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then just out of really just I fell into it when I went into the corporate world. You know, became like a receptionist, an office manager, then a PA. So I really fell into this space. But I'm really thankful that I did, and that I never gave up my spiritual side because what it taught me was. Um, how I can relate to people mm. who, you know, do go through their everyday trials and tribulations because unfortunately not everyone can give up that, I guess, everyday job to live a spiritual life. So for me, it was really great to understand and have the both running simultaneously until the day that I decided that I wanted to, to really create a business and let the world, I guess, really help the world. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but that's ultimately what I wanted to do. I was like, well, I'll do it for my family and friends, and it seems to, like, help them. Mm. I'm like, let me take it to a bigger scale. So I literally, like, it's so funny. I'd bought my house and, you know, had, a like, a six-figure, um, you know, salary job and all this type of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. And literally, like, just resigned and worked in retail. I had, like, three different jobs just to pay the mortgage and to pay the bills while I was setting this business up and you know this is all through word of mouth and it has taken a number of years to get to this point and my mum says to me all the time she's like oh how come you just didn't stay in your job and build your business I was like because it sucked the life out of me Mm. like you know you I felt um that sometimes being in a corporate job or any job that doesn't necessarily align completely with you can take a lot of your time away and so I was like no I just you know what I want to struggle I want to go from the bottom back up again um, because then I I really understand life that's that's such a beautiful thing and I love what you said about you being in the corporate world was just a part of a a better way for you to connect with your clients 100% a better way for you to connect what they're going through and the fears and doubts that are coming up for them and connecting with their world because it can be really different 100% and I never felt a part of the world 
So, um, and I don't know if that's part of my gift because I do seem to be able to detach from emotion when I'm doing my readings. And that's how I felt when I was in the corporate world. I would like, I was very detached mm. from that space. Yeah. But I knew if I wanted to build my business, then being anywhere near that just wasn't going to work for me. Yeah. yeah. And I love that you, it sounds like to me that mm. you just connected with your intuition. Like you 100%. didn't just follow what maybe the stock standard situation would be where yeah. you build it on the side, you let it grow and yeah. then you let go. Correct. But for you, like that's not going to work for me. It's going to suck life out of me. hundred percent. Yeah. And I am an all or nothing type of type of girl person. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to like, that's yeah. I just love that when it comes to intuition mm-hmm. and like, how can we build on our intuition? If we feel that maybe like we don't connect to that. Yeah. We feel like there's a feeling in our gut when things mm-hmm. are about to go wrong or yeah. something doesn't feel right, but how can we develop that strength? Yeah. Um, I think the, the simplest way to develop it. And I say this to everyone, even to clients like, um, meditating. So really being in a space, um, that you can feel calm and safe. And when I say meditating, I don't mean meditating to relax after a busy day. I mean, meditating with focus and intent to connect with spirit guides to connect with your higher self Um, and there's lots of different guided meditations out there that can help you with this Um, and another thing with john edward like he created like a whole cd set that helps you like connect with all um, your spirit guides is he on youtube um he's on youtube um but all these people from hay house yeah so like you know james van prague john edward um who else was there Louise Hay, they've all got guided meditations to connect with your higher self, to connect back with you, um, and so forth. The other thing that I love is the journaling. So I think in, yeah, so we call it journaling, I call it channeling, but it is about, you know, writing down your question. And I say anyone can do this, you just got to practice every day. Um, and just get your thoughts out on paper. And it's not about questioning it going, oh, did, did a guide give me this information or did it come from my head? Mm. It's just about reconnecting back with yourself. So I think if people do that, they'll probably find that their intuition will be a lot more heightened. And if you want to take it to the next level, then I would suggest people go to development classes or circles Mm. because you're around like-minded people who all want to kind of experience and learn. And these development classes, um, so, you know, they teach you using different tools. So they'll teach you how to read oral cards. They'll teach you how to read crystals. They'll teach you how to do... Um, you know, where you hold an object and you kind of read off of it. So I think if you're interested in this kind of world from that perspective, then definitely go to a development class because you'll get so much from it. And, you know, like I said, you're with like-minded people and you're always going to get really, really good, accurate information and messages when you're in a group like that because the energy is pure and the energy is high and the facilitator is making sure that each person is an open channel the correct information to come through amazing and where would you suggest like one would look for these types of types of classes um there's definitely an awesome place called key crystals in um caulfield down glen huntley road um there's a they're awesome, so good aren't they oh, amazing so good. um so there's three different classes that i've seen there so um there's one called the shaman and the witch and even though don't take the witch i think it's just like a you know on words type of thing but they do development classes every saturday morning for people to kind of like connect back with themselves and connect with the spirit guides but the shaman is all about the self-healing so mm. that's really great for people who want to do it on a regular basis then there's a lady called jeanette watkins who does advanced intermediate and beginners development circles and they they are your like you know your awesome typical great development circles and so they're the circles that i used to go to like when i was a teenager um, because you do get to learn a lot of different tools and you're always connecting with loved ones that have crossed over so it's an amazing class Mm. Um, and then just even like the meditation classes they have there about connecting back with yourself or the women's circles anything like that is always going to help you connect with spirit yeah. Yeah. And do you think that would also help with connecting with your own psychic abilities? Like if 100%. someone feels that maybe they have, they want to explore that more. Yeah. So anything that you um, see about connecting back with yourself, connecting to your higher self, that is the first portal to then connect with spirit. Yeah. And how do we, 
I'm going to ask this question, but I'm yeah. going to go there. But like, how, <laughs> how do we know, like, how do we feel that maybe we're getting a message mm-hmm. from a spirit guide mm-hmm. or something else or someone else, mm-hmm. um, in comparison to like our own instinct or okay. is that the same thing? Um, well, a, a little bit. So for example, um, so if you get a message from like spirit, whether it's a loved one or, you know, um, an energy that you recognize, it tends to be in, it's really hard to explain this. So it's like you hear a voice, but it's not a voice that you recognize and it's not a voice that you can put a male or female energy on. Does that make sense? Yeah, gotcha. Um, if it's your own thoughts, like you can, you can kind of tell what your own thoughts sound like because it's not necessarily, it's like coming from It doesn't feel like it's coming from you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the spirit will, like, if it's a message from them, it feels outside of your body too. Mm-hmm. So your inner thoughts come from within, like you feel it within you because like, and you kind of feel sensations. Yeah. Um, so I do believe that everyone is psychic and everyone has a really strong intuition. It's about training it, if that makes sense. Yes. But that's how you know when it's not your thoughts and it feels real, as in like the information that you've been given, you go... That actually sounds right, okay. and, I, and I feel it. Yeah, you know, and it's bringing me peace. Yeah. If it kind of brings you like into a state of fear and confusion, well, then you know, huh, hang on a moment, that's not coming from like pure spirit. That's coming from either your fears or, or your, your blocks yeah. or your ego, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love that because I just wanted to know like that distinction because I think that's interesting because I know that some people are wanting to explore that space mm-hmm. a little bit more on that differentiation. But I, I think that. Yeah, I think also another good thing that I did to connect with my intuition a little bit more is just to get like curious and like attend like, you know, wellness events and and spiritual like markets and workshops and things like that. So then, you know, okay, like this isn't my thing, but hey, I really like crystals and like, you know, I'm really drawn to the rose quartz. Why is that? And like exploring it from that curious perspective. Yes. And I always, um, I've got a mentor at the moment that I work with and one of her things is like, be curious, Mm. never stop at one question. Like within the answer that you get, there's another question to ask it. Yeah. Love it. Lots of layers. Yes, 100%. So good. And I, I also wanted to say that I, I saw you speak at um, Superbloom early mm-hmm. in the year, and I just absolutely loved it. I, it was a luxury, really, because you did, you did such a beautiful healing. Oh, and I just you. remember there was like 100 people in that room, and I'd been to <laughs> so many talks that day, and there was not that many people, not as many people in that one. Like, there were so many people in that room. It was amazing. It literally it was just full to the brim. Thank all you. lying there doing the healing. <laughs> it was amazing. And... Um, but I noticed when you were speaking, mm-hmm. you really had this very like nurturing feminine energy. Like as we're talking about, it, it's just reminding me of Kornian energy really. Yeah. But you really <laughs> had this like beautiful feminine feminine presence about you. Yeah. And in a world where we're so hyper-focused, where we're so action-orientated and on the go, how can we embody more of this feminine energy? Mm-hmm. I think um, for me, and great question by the way, I think for me... Um, like I, I know that I um, bring in a lot of masculine energy for my work. So I know I'm like quite, I'm a very strong, independent woman. And I do think that you have to work hard um, to some extent to allowing yourself to be vulnerable. So that's what I do. I work every single day on making sure that, you know, I don't slip always into the masculine side of me. So when it comes to my work, that's not a problem. Like I like I feel like I need to get into that space to make sure that the information that comes through is what the client needs to hear. Um, but in my everyday life, you can even ask like my partner, like I will, you know, I will say what I feel all the time <laughs> and I will like, you know, I'll cry and I'll be vulnerable and I'll tell him like what I need and what I want. Um, and I do it more with my friends as well now. And that, and I feel like that is what brings out that feminine side of you. And I think, and it goes both ways. So if you're very, very vulnerable and very open, you know, that maybe you do need to work a little bit harder when it comes to in kind of bringing out your masculine side Mm. and being assertive and direct. So for me, it's just like, I'm allowing myself, especially like this relationship has taught me to allow myself that it's okay to be a woman, that it's okay to be feminine and strong all at the same time. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, um, credit 
to Ash because he's always said to me, don't hold back. Is that your partner? That's my partner. Yeah. He's like, just be real. It doesn't matter what you say. It's not going to hurt my feelings. You know, and that's kind of where it's come from because I have had other relationships where you do lose yourself because you think like, oh, I can't say something because they're going to leave me. Where Ash is like, no, say it. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you got me for life. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck with me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love that because you're also connecting with your like just your self-expression 100 percent, yeah because you know i do have a lot of empathy and and the empathy that i have is more for other people not necessarily for myself all the time yeah yeah so and that's why i think like you know you don't wake up and go oh i'm completely balanced and i'm in my feminine energy it doesn't work well death doesn't work that way for me um and so i you know i have to practice allowing myself and i have to catch myself when i do something that takes me away from that balance and then I'll correct it like so many times like you know I'll have a chat to like my friends or Ash and then you know most people will like drop the subject I'll come back like half an hour later and go now just reflect on on that conversation and I just need to say this because then I feel like I'm in balance and I'm true to myself (laughs) and he'll just be like really we're going there and I was like yep we just went there (laughs) and now I feel good thank you very much yeah and now I feel good perfect balance yes and I'm in balance and yeah. yeah it's also like this like that closure piece 100 percent. yeah yeah i love it so good yeah so so good in terms of like like you speak about um harnessing the energy mm-hmm. of the great divine yes and i would love to know what that means so um that comes from a channeled meditative healing experience that i'm going to be delivering at the soul um, star festival on the first of march in port melbourne um, so what I did is I, you know, I kind of had that in mind, like, you know, what am I going to like bring to these people? And so the energy that came through was Kuan Yin. So she's the goddess of compassion for those who don't know much about her. Um, and it was really interesting. So when I was getting all these words and I kind of read it afterwards, it really was all about harnessing the energy of Kuan Yin, who is a part of the divine, but also about bringing the compassion back to yourself. And that is the main thing when you harness, you know, the energy of the great divine. And I think I call it the great divine feminine. I think off the top of my head. Um, because once you have compassion for yourself, then you can actually feel compassion for others. Mm. Because, you know, I think we're told in this day and age to be kind and compassionate to this person, that person. But if you don't know how to do it to yourself first, what ends up happening is you give compassion and kindness. And then come, with that comes an expectation. Because when that other person that you've given that compassion and kindness to kind of don't necessarily, you know, return it Mm. or um, appreciate it, you start to get frustrated and you get like angry and you go, I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. Um, Because what you've done is you've forgotten to give compassion to yourself first. Because once you give compassion to yourself, it doesn't mean that you don't give to other people. It means that you understand what your expectations are. You understand what your barriers and boundaries are. So when you give, you give out of the freeness of your heart without wanting anything in return, but knowing how far you would like to give. Because otherwise, we go in this world, give, 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 giving completely all of ourselves without leaving anything in reserve in the tank. Totally. That's so powerful. It's like the balance. It's like energetic boundaries. 100%. And it's not like saying, don't give it to that person because they're not going to give it anything back. You can still give, but... Give to what you feel comfortable and that, you know, keeps you in peace. Yeah. Don't overdo it because, you know, you think you have to and then expect something back or get, a, you know, get upset with their reaction. You know, you can't control someone yeah. and you and you have to let them be who they are. And if you don't like that energy, then don't play in that energy. Totally. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned Kuan Yin and that you're doing that talk based around yeah. Kuan Yin because she's so good. Yeah. I've only recently been, like... I feel like you get attracted to certain goddesses mm-hmm. at certain points for, for specific reasons. And only recently have I wanted, I've heard about Kuan Yin before, mm-hmm. but only recently have I wanted to explore that more. Yeah. And I went to Bali and I was like, we're finding a Kuan Yin. And then I was like on a mission to find a Kuan Yin. And there was just like, there were no feminine goddesses anywhere. And I was like, what's happening? I'm sick of the Buddhas. I don't want a Buddha. <laughs> and then so I just let it go. And then we're like walking through the markets and I found a Kuan Yin and she was a lot like bigger and bolder than I thought. I thought I'll just get a little mini statue. Yeah. And it was like a solid 
Yeah. She's a solid woman. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting her. And so I got her and I'm so excited. I put her on my little altar and awesome. already I can, I can already feel the energy, but I love what you said about that kind of self-compassion piece. Yes. Because that's where for me, where it's like, even though Kuan Yin represents like a feminine energy, mm-hmm. I feel like those boundaries with the passion, with the compassion and the self-compassion mm-hmm. allows you to create more control. 100%. Which also stepping yeah. more like balancing with your masculine energy as well. Correct. So I kind of feel like it's a really, um, it's like a balanced, well-balanced goddess. Yes, 100%. And a lot of people, like those who want to do some further research on her, um, she is one of the most strongest, powerful female goddesses out there. So it makes sense that you, you feel that power in the statue because even though she comes, like, you know, she does give you love and compassion and kindness, she still does it from a, a, a place of, I'm going to honor myself. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean I don't love you any less. Yeah. I just love me more. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Love it. Love Kuan Yin. Love you. <laughs> so good. So we're going to dive into our final segment, which is called Behind the Scenes, which mm-hmm. is really my favorite because it get we get raw and real and a little bit vulnerable about, yeah. you know, some of the things and fears and doubts that we experience so we can present that forward to other people to, I guess, remind everyone that, we all have doubts. Mm-hmm. We all feel a little bit shit here and there, 100%. and it's totally normal. Yeah. Um, amazing. So can you share with us, Julie, a recent situation where you're experiencing some self-doubt and what that looks like for you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, um, the insecurities and the self-doubt that I get is more about how other people view me sometimes. So I've worked really hard to kind of not let that um, take over. Um, but it still creeps in every now and again. Like, you know, I am a human being. Totally. <laughs> um, a gifted so, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, you know, whether it's like a family member, a friend, or even Ash, like, you know, I'll have triggers because they'll say something. And I'll be like, oh, does that mean like I've done something wrong? Do they do they not like me anymore? Um, you know, is it is it my appearance? Is it, you know, you know, really, really silly things that you let your mind kind of go into. Um, and I think... I feel like it's normal because it does allow me to kind of catch myself. So I don't think that, I don't want anyone to to think that an insecurity or a self-doubt is anything bad. Mm -hmm. It just kind of allows room for improvement or for you to kind of evolve more from that space. Um, So for me, that would have to be my my biggest insecurity of, you know, and sometimes it's not even, it's got nothing to do with me. Do you know what I mean? Like they might say something or they may act a particular way that's really got nothing to do, with, to, to do with me. And so what I've learned is to take a step back and go, hang on a moment, bitch. It's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. all about you. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> shift that ego away. Maybe they're just having a bad day. Put that shit to the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of how I've combated it. And I always say, I'm sure if I've done something wrong, I've chosen my, you know, my friends and my partner in a way that, they are real with me as well. That they would say to me, like, Julie, you're being a dick. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. That's so, it's so true. Cause I think it's people think that like you get to a point where you like don't care at all. And I think mm-hmm. like there's so many different phases of that and when we 100%. care more, when we care less. But it's yeah. like, I think naturally, like, I think naturally we all care to some level. And that's 100%. kind of a beautiful thing. Otherwise, we'd be walking around like assholes the whole time. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. Love it. So what's an area of your life that you're trying to improve in at the moment? Oh, I love this question. Um, for me, it's my work. I am probably like my the biggest critic from, of myself. Um, so I am constantly like working on like my craft, my gift to like bring more, do more. So whenever people come for a session with me, there's always something new. Yeah, whether it's like, I don't know, the gift that I give them or whether it's the healing that they're getting done or whether it's the reading. So in order for me to do that, you know, I enlist the help of like a mentor to kind of really expand my gift even more, like really question me, really challenge me. So I just don't just sit on what I currently have, you know, and then I've got like Catherine Hayes helping me with like my physical body. Um, I've got a lady called Janice Martin who helps me um, also with my physical side, but my spiritual side using acupuncture. So for me, I'm constantly working with different practitioners, um, very much in a holistic space, um, to make sure that my body is an amazing engine to house the energy that I'm bringing through, but that also I let go of all of like my fears in that moment or whatever my fear is or block is at the time to open the channel more. Because the more that I can 
like obtain for people the more that they can then you know create the life that they want and yeah. heal the aspects that they want does that's, that make sense yeah that's so beautiful and i love how you're doing it from such a like a holistic perspective so then mm. you can be like the perfect being that you need to be yeah. during your work 100 yeah because yeah. like my work like i said is is one of the most important things in my life apart from like ash and you know, <laughs> let's not forget that but um like yeah my number one goal is to to do better to be better to be bigger all of that type of stuff because i just feel like the more that people can see that you can be spiritual and be very like i guess human is the best way to put it mm. um then more people may gravitate to it yeah 100 percent. and i think like I think that it's such an interesting time now because mm-hmm. I feel like spirituality, like, I don't know, it depends what content you absorb, who yeah. you speak to, your mm-hmm. surroundings. But I do feel that there is, it's becoming a little bit more, it, it's stepping into the mainstream space a bit more. A tad, yeah. I, I could, <laughs> yeah, a, a little bit more. Um, yeah. And I feel like it's maybe something that is spoken about mm-hmm. a little bit more and there's more there's greater opportunities as well for people to explore it more now 100% and i think it's really important that people um also don't feel that they need to go down the path of the commercialized spirituality either they that they can choose whatever aligns yeah. with them do you know what i mean so absolutely a lot of people will come up to me and be like oh do you know this person that person this person i'm like no nah. because i don't like i don't i've never kind of wanted to do it in the mainstream way so you'll find that, you know, that's why with my business, a lot of it is word of mouth. You know, that's kind of where I've gotten to where I am today. But then all the practitioners that I've chosen to help me, they also are like word of mouth. I would call it like the underground, you know what I mean? So it's not like your Gabrielle Bernstein's, even though I love her, um, but it's not that kind of like higher end commercialized stuff. So yeah. I just feel like if someone doesn't gravitate to that, that's okay. Yeah. Choose the things that you gravitate to, whether it's kinesiology, you know, whatever. Totally. Yeah. And that's just like what you were saying before, checking in with your intuition, connecting 100%. with yourself yep. in order to know what direction you want yeah. to be curious about. 100%. And it's okay to change direction. Mm. Like, you know, if you choose one path to go, oh, I'm going to use this as my way of spirituality, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, this doesn't work for me anymore. I want to try something else. Try something else. Like, there is no one rule or one size fits all. Like, of course you can change your mind. You can change your mind within five minutes. Yeah, totally. Isn't that just such a good reminder? Mm-hmm. Like, what you're going to do doesn't have to be forever. 100%. Yeah. And what, so what is forever anyway? Exactly. Oh, so that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. So what's your... I love this question because I always think, like, it's turning it around in terms of you speaking a little bit mm-hmm. about yourself mm-hmm. um, from this perspective. But what is a recent fierce female moment for you? So a moment where you felt truly proud to be yourself? Hmm... And I think for me, it's really interesting how I'm going to answer this question because I don't know if I'm answering it correctly, but that's okay. For me, um, I think every day. So every day I'm proud of who I am. Like I'm very, like I feel very, very blessed with the life that I have and the people that are in it. And I also am proud of myself that I can throw a tantrum, that I can take a step back and reflect um, and never judge myself. Like, I don't say, like, Julie, you were, you were being a fuckhead in a negative way where, you know, I'm self-talking in it, like, sabotaging. So I just kind of feel like every single day I'm super grateful and super proud of how I've handled something. Um, the lesson I've learnt from a situation, whether it's good or negative, whatever the case may be. And then how I may have rectified that in order to bring healing to me or the situation or the person. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. No, that is the, there is no right or wrong way to answer that, and that was absolutely perfect because yeah. I think it just shows that you have so much. There's so much reflection happening as oh, well. Always, 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 always. Like, yeah. and even sometimes if I can't say it to someone, like for example, like because I'm always getting information, like always downloads coming through. Uh, I'll write it, and it's funny. Like every time I've written something, if so, for example, if I've had a disagreement with like Ash or even like my mum. And I'll be like, oh, and they're at work and I can't get to them or whatever. Like, I'll just write like what I want to say about, you know, what I felt about the situation, how I feel like I handled it. Um, and I, one thing I've learned along the way is I never say you should have done this ever. Not in my conversations, not in my writing. It's always like, I get where you're coming from. I get why I reacted this way. This is what I'm going to do to improve on myself. So this situation doesn't occur again because I don't want to feel like that anymore. Mm. And every time I've written that out or said it, it's like 
something opens up. Like the amount of times like I've done it and then, for example, Ash has rung and it's like, it's like he's read what I've written. Does oh, that make sense? That's amazing, yeah. Because he's had his reflection or yeah. something like that. I, I make it sound like we'd argue all the time, but no, it's not that. <laughs> it's just, I think I'm very reflective. Even in the good times, yeah. I'm always reflective. My brain is in overdrive. And so a, a way for us or for the people listening to be able to be more reflective is you think like take notes in the moment. Yeah, 100%. Take yeah. notes in the moment. If you can't, and don't be afraid to like um, feel like, oh, I didn't say what I wanted to say. I didn't get it off my chest. You know, I always say to the universe, I always write it down like what I wanted to say. And it'll either come back because the universe has then given that to the other person, you know, spiritually, yeah. downloaded it into their brain. <laughs> um, or I just say to the universe, you know what? I didn't really feel... Like I got that off my chest or I feel like I, I should have said this, this and this. Can you make sure that you create a space for me and speak through me so the intent I have actually comes through if it's meant to happen? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it might be like months down the track, the same situation will come up or, you know, very similar. And then it's like all of a sudden this this dialogue comes out and like I have this strength and I have this just like vroom. And I'm like, oh, thanks, universe. So I always say to people like, you know, use them, like use your guides, use the universe. Like just because you couldn't say in that moment doesn't mean that you then can't say it down the track in a way that it's best said in that moment at that time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I love that. Oh, Julia, you're so good. Oh, you're just the you. bomb. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on this podcast. I'm so grateful to be within your energy and for all your wisdom and knowledge, you know, and you've said, you've articulated things in such a beautiful way that I think is just refreshing and also like, I don't know if it's the right word, but modern, you know, well, yeah, and exactly. I just, I love that. I think well, it's so, so, so powerful. Um, you. Can you tell us where we can find you and, you know, maybe the next talk or event that you're speaking at? Mm-hmm, 100%. So um, I work out of home in Brighton. So um, if anyone wants to contact me, they can just jump onto either my website, which is www.juliestrofkowska.com um, or on my Instagram, which is at juliestrofkowska. Can't even say my own Instagram. <laughs> so long. Anyway, it's my dad's fault. Strofkowska. Strofkowska. Yeah, I think it's easier to say it. Then, yeah, 100%. Then to read it. Yeah. Like I read it, I was like, oh, wow, how do I say that? But <laughs> when you said it, I'm like, I can say that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and all the information, like my contact details are on there. So, really, I think the best way is people should just contact me directly. We can set up a time. We can go through what it is that we need to go through. Um, and then the next event I'm speaking at is the Soul Star Festival on the 1st of March. Um, hoping to do some other workshops because I, I can see it in my brain. Um, and obviously the Super Bloom, which um, I believe is, I won't give away the date. I'll let Super Bloom do that. But there will definitely be a big Super Bloom event next year. Amazing. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm going to be at the Soul Star Festival. Lovely. And also Hi. the Super Bloom. I'll be going back to that one because that yes. was such a good one. Yeah, I know. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, so, yeah. so good. Yeah. So, so good. So exciting. Thank you so much Thank for you. being here. And um, also let us know your Instagram handle. Um, at Julie Strafkowska. Amazing. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Have the most beautiful day, guys, and we'll catch you next week. If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females, and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.